0: Welcome to the Factel Forecast, a look at the week's biggest stories and what they mean from the editors of Factel. I'm Jimmy Lovis. Today is June 3rd, and in this week's forecast, we'll look at the 32nd anniversary of the Tiananmen Square protests, Mexican local and legislative elections, Thailand's vaccine drive, an Israeli court hearing on Palestinian evictions in East Jerusalem, and Europe reopening to travel. You can read about all these stories and more in our weekly newsletter, which you can find a link to in the show notes. Friday is the 32nd anniversary of China's violent crackdown on protests in Tiananmen Square. And for the second year in a row, Hong Kong officials have banned an annual candlelight vigil commemorating the massacre. Officially, the vigil is banned due to coronavirus concerns, but now Hong Kongers are struggling to find ways to commemorate the Beijing protests against corruption and political repression. The government's ban on the vigil comes as Hong Kong experiences tightened political control, including a national security law passed last year. That security law ultimately led to the mass arrests of pro-democracy activists. Now, last year's June 4 vigil was also officially banned due to the pandemic, but thousands still turned up at Victoria Park, and more than 20 of those were later arrested for taking part in an unauthorized assembly. The usual group behind the vigil won't be organizing the event this year, but dissidents may still find ways to commemorate the event in Hong Kong. However, with China's Communist Party celebrating its 100th anniversary in July, Both Hong Kong and Beijing officials will be on higher alert than usual. On Sunday, voters in Mexico will elect hundreds of politicians to local positions, as well as 500 deputies to the lower house of its legislature. What's more, the election could dramatically change the direction of the tenure of President Andres Manuel López Obrador. His rise to power came after two unsuccessful runs for president that ultimately led to the creation of his own political party, Morena. And then in 2018, not only did he win, but he became the country's first candidate to win an outright majority in 30 years. However, critics have repudiated López Obrador's conduct during this election season, including instances when he mocked opposition candidates and even called for their arrest. He also publicly attacked two institutions that oversee elections. In light of this political fervor, this year's elections are being called the most violent in 20 years. How violent? Well, at least 88 people running for office have been killed since September including Alma Baragon, who is running for mayor of Morro León. Now, many of these political killings have to do with organized crime. Cartels often finance politicians that help them and then attack or kill those that don't. But this type of violence may have become more prevalent with López Obrador in office. He has a hands-off, long-term approach to dealing with organized crime. If voters no longer want that strategy, López Obrador may lose his majority in the Chamber of Deputies. Experts warn if that happens, he may refuse to admit defeat and declare electoral fraud, as he's done before. On Wednesday, Thailand will launch its first mass coronavirus vaccination program for its 66 million residents. The drive comes as the country struggles to grapple with its most severe outbreak yet. Now, Thailand had been enjoying a year of relative success in slowing the spread of coronavirus, thanks in part to the early closure of its borders. But since then, Thailand set almost daily records in coronavirus deaths in April and May. And the latest statistics show more than 80% of the country's confirmed cases were detected during the current surge, which is believed to have been fueled by Thais traveling during the week-long Thai New Year holiday in mid-April. It's this surge, plus the fact only 2.6% of the country's population has been vaccinated so far, that has sparked much government criticism. Many are concerned over whether the country will reach herd immunity before it reopens its border to tourists quarantine-free. There is also a fair amount of anxiety in Thailand over vaccine supplies, even with the health ministry reassuring folks that there will be a vaccine for everyone starting Wednesday. So far, Thailand secured at least 3.5 million Cinevac vaccines from China and another 61 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine, including 6 million doses produced locally. Now Thailand is hoping the vaccine drive kickstarts the revival of its tourism industry, which is its largest industry, starting with the popular resort island of Phuket in July. The plan includes inoculating most of Phuket's residents before reopening the island to vaccinated travelers. The health ministry insists the plan is on track. On Tuesday, Israel's Supreme Court is due to hear back from the country's attorney general on a case involving the eviction of Palestinian residents from the Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood in East Jerusalem. Attorney General Avichai Mandablit had asked judges to delay their decision amid a surge in tension last month, tensions which ultimately led to military confrontations in the Gaza Strip. Dozens of Palestinians in Sheikh Jarrah are at risk of losing their homes to Israeli settlers who claim ownership of the land that the Palestinian homes are built on. The Palestinians are appealing lower court rulings in favor of the settlers, who are basing their case on Israeli law that allows only Jews to reclaim land lost during war. Now, in addition to contributing to the war's spike in violence in at least seven years— The potential evictions have drawn international condemnation, including from the United States, which says it's against the displacement of Palestinians in Sheikh Jarrah and other East Jerusalem neighborhoods. If the court rules in favor of the settlers, it could spark a new round of fighting. Hamas and other militias based in the Gaza Strip have threatened to renew rocket attacks on Israel if the evictions are carried out. Our last item for this forecast is on the reopening of travel in parts of Europe after more than a year of coronavirus-related restrictions. For more on that, I recently spoke with Factual editor Jess Fino.
1: Hi, Jess. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the
0: time with us. So, as a journalist who lives in the UK and likes to travel, I have to imagine you've been keeping a pretty close eye on travel restrictions. What's the latest? Is tourism coming back to Europe?
1: Oh, yeah, you bet. You've all been waiting for it. And yes, tourists is coming back, uh, but with varying degrees of restrictions um, or requirements. So as vaccination campaigns uh, against coronavirus progress across Europe, uh, many countries are opening to revive their economy by welcoming back uh, tourists this summer. Uh, But inconsistent planning has left each country to implement their own set of rules for arrivals, depending on their own coronavirus outbreak.
0: How different are the rules from country to country?
1: So we're seeing a contrast between regions. For example, France said last week it will require a mandatory quarantine period for those coming from the UK due to the increasing prevalence of the coronavirus variant first detected in India. And in the UK, they've placed countries on amber and red lists and also green lists. But it means arrivals need to take several tests and enter quarantine open arrival but other countries mainly southern european countries they rely heavily on tourism and are being less cautious because they so desperately need these tourists back spain reopening its borders to all vaccinated tourists and to cruises next week while greece has become one of the first countries in the world to reopen its tourism
0: how is it? has the european union weighed in on any of this
1: Yes, uh, so they have been keen to come up with a joint approach across member states. Uh, The European Union this week, actually, introduced a digital coronavirus certificate, uh, enabling travellers who have been vaccinated or tested negative for the virus to move across countries. But travellers keen to take a much-anticipated vacation are still likely to face a lot of bureaucracy with different rules applying to different destinations,
0: The words bureaucracy and travel are two words that no one necessarily wants to hear in the same sentence. (laughs) What type of uh, rules can travelers expect?
1: Yeah, definitely. So some countries require PCR tests before arrival, which can cost about 140 US dollars. People returning to the UK also need to undergo several tests depending on which country they visited. So, for example, i just returned from Portugal this week to visit family and I had to take a PCR test before arriving to Portugal, plus a rapid test before returning to the UK and another PCR test after arriving. So all these tests can be very pricey. And while the government has pledged to lower the, the price of these tests, the rules can make travel out of reach for many pockets.
0: Do you see anything that could derail the reopening plans?
1: Uh, So the spread of the coronavirus uh, is a concern because it's growing in several countries, which could delay reopening plans. And with this high prevalence in the UK, it is yet unclear if the EU passport will apply to UK visitors uh, and if they will expand it to other non-EU countries.
0: Well, thanks for that. Let's hope the uh, things go smoothly and countries can start repairing their tourism economies. Thanks for catching us up to speed, Jess. Pleasure. Today's episode was produced with the work from Factual editors Vivian Wang, Jeff Lancet, Ada Kim, and Ahmed Namatala. Our interview featured editor Jess Fino and our music comes courtesy of Andrew Gospi. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Factual Forecast. We publish our forward-looking podcast each Thursday to help you get a jump start on the week ahead. You can, of course, subscribe for free, and if you have feedback, suggestions, or events we've missed, drop us a note by emailing hello at factal.com.